Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered University. It is your host, Jay Morris, and I'm with my co-host. It's your boy, Professor Travis Everything in the building. Yo, it's your man, Big Groovy. I know him. We got a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name's Gerald. How you guys doing? You <laughs> <laughs> say skizzy everywhere else. Now you don't want to say a stage name. Gerald? <laughs> Sound like a nigga in fix car. <laughs> nah, man, it's the boy G Scott, 3B representative. You know what it is. I'm over here with uh, these fucking niggas. Hey, 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 hey. Dog me and my own man. Even, right. though, even though I, I love listening to y'all podcasts, um, of course you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. So, y'all been talking about a bunch of different things, and me and other people, and, and you've been stalking uh. me. My inbox trying to get up. Every, every time we post a group, it's nah, or, or, you, or, or, or a guest or a visitor. He, oh, for real? That's what it is? I can't, I can't come to the pod. I can't come to the pod. We, we try to be, look, we've been trying to get you to, you know, you be busy not releasing no music and stuff. Damn. <laughs> true. Very true. But we're going we gonna to talk about that today, so. But how everybody week been going so far, man? Before we get into the the your digs. So it's been an interesting week. This is my second week off um, for the summer. I think I got seven more weeks to go before I get back to school. Uh, my kids are sick this week. <clears throat> uh, I learned they got to get up off my ass and, and make some money. So I went out and bought a bunch of shirts wholesale, a bunch of Black Lives Matter, Black Dads Matter type of. Black power shirts, you know, for the holidays. Yeah. And uh, now it's time to get to flipping them. Nah, that's what I've been on right now. That's, that's a thug motivation. Man, I feel it, feel it. Groove, groove. Uh, let me see. I finished up work this morning. Shit, man, I've been working stupid hours. I probably did like 60, 70 this week. I'm tired as fuck. But yeah, glad to, to be off for the weekend so I can enjoy Father's, Father's Day weekend festivities, all that shit. Just kick it. Do you work 12s or what? 12s and 16s. Matter of fact, I worked a 12, a 14, and a 16 this week. All this week. Like, I'm tired of shit. Like, yeah. not to mention, like, a couple other hours and shit. Like, I'm, I'm hella tired. But yeah, instead, I have to try to figure in, like, the rest of my everyday normal shit and shit. Like, I'm exhausted as fuck. But, yeah, it's, it's good to be off. So, I'm going to try to make this weekend feel like 30 weeks or some shit. So, at 16, it's like going, in the morning at, going to work at 8 in the morning. To eight in the afternoon. That's a sixteen. Yeah, that'll be midnight. I'll be getting off at midnight if I went in at eight. That that would be a sixteen. Yeah. I right, see me. I go at six. How many breaks do they give? Well, my job because I'm a utility. So like as long as I'm not loading, I don't have no real designated stuff to do unless they give me an assignment. So I'm probably like stacking bags or like making sure like the garbage took out or whatever. And then outside of that, like I'll be chilling. Like I might. And I hope nobody from work hits. I might hope a little bit. We've been there, like playing cards <laughs> in the break room and shit. Nah, but it's like when you just up, up like, busy, busy, like, 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 yeah. I mean, I do be busy because it's like I get that and I get right to work. Mm-hmm. But then, like once I knock like the first like thirty minutes to two three hours worth of workout, if I'm not loading for like five and a half to seven hours, I'm really like I be chilling. But like and just doing little odd jobs throughout the day. Or whatever, or whatever little assignments and shit they give me, but mm-hmm. like even just sitting there, even if I ain't got nothing to do, when you, when you just sitting there and letting the time roll past, like that shit draining as fuck. Like like you be like hella tired and shit. Mm-hmm. So just like to be off, it was absolutely necessary. But how about you, uh, Gerald? Uh, my week has been uh, 
has been pretty good. Uh, I've been at work, not doing music shit. Well, I can't. I can't necessarily say that. I had a. Uh, I got off of midnight's last week, and worked on a couple records. Hey, hey, hey. Um, got some hooks done. Got some different things. We're never here. That's that's <laughs> false. We're They're coming. After I came back from Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. I realized that I had to like change up some different stuff or add some different things to this new project, the EP that I'm working on. Okay. Oh, cool. So, um, how many tracks you think? Uh, it'll probably be like five to seven. I had I had like a list of ten before I went to Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then went down there. We played some songs. I saw what people kind of vibed with, and then I was down there with Dakota too, and she came in and played some records for us. And then I was like, man, I need some, I need some more upbeat stuff added to it. So, mm-hmm. um, came back home. Clark sent me some beats. Uh, a couple of producers that I mess with, they sent me some beats, and so kind of just been going back in and and to it. So it was a productive week. Absolutely. That's what's up. How about you? Uh, we've been cool, man. Uh, started out though, man. Monday, all right. Get up Monday. Get dressed, go to work. Get the I ain't even supposed to be there. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst shit. It's like, oh you was off today. I was like, what? Walk right back up. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Say less. Say less. Don't need to worry about it. But, yeah, because I'll never check my... Like, I always know, like, I might be off during the week, you know, working at the bank. But um, is um, I'm not used to being off on Monday. Like, sometimes they'll throw a Monday in there. But I couldn't find my schedule. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, all right. I was off Saturday. So, I'm like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here Monday. So, Mm -hmm. showed up. Glad I didn't have to. um, So, I was able to get some stuff done. uh, Yard work and whatnot, man. I put up a gutter for the first time. Oh, you were right. man. You had to Google it, YouTube it, YouTube real quick. Hey, that's YouTube's all. the best loaner, man. Yeah. Ten minute video took me thirty minutes to do. You know what I'm saying? So, but uh, cause whoever put the gutters up, man, they ain't know what the hell they was doing. Even the thing how it lined up ain't lined up with like how the spot in the back, like you know mm-hmm. how you can see when something been there mm-hmm. in the spot. And so I'm looking, I'm like, man, how the hell are they lining this shit up? So I had to go to Menards and buy some stuff, and I made it work. So, and when it rained last night, it rained hard, it ain't fall down. So I guess I did a good job. That's what's uh, up. Handyman. Yeah, man. I've been experiencing that life recently. Yeah, man. It, be, it feels good when you do that stuff. So I felt accomplished. I felt like I did <laughs> some shit. Real man. Hell yeah, yeah. Like, man, yeah. I told my girl, don't never say, hey, never. Fix nothing around this house. <laughs> Nigga, you know what I'm saying? I remember the first time I changed the light bulb. Like, I, <laughs> years ago. Nigga, I changed the light bulb. I feel like 10 to 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 to 10 minutes. Yeah, I swear to God. Bulb. Man, so, yeah, that was cool. Then today had half a day because Juneteenth, um, since they make it a federal holiday, the bank acknowledged that. I guess next year we'll get the full day off. God damn. Definitely oh, baby step. <laughs> man, they, they, you know, man, you had people come in that, uh, you know, I work in the white neighborhood, man. What's Juneteenth? Look, man. <laughs> Google. You know, uh, after the fifth person explained it to him, it's like, all right. So, I asked my grandmother about Juneteenth, and uh, mm-hmm. she was like, we don't celebrate no Juneteenth. All right? No. <clears throat> Cause she she from Alabama. Yeah, yeah. she from Alabama. So uh, 
they celebrate May Day. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And that's just because, you know, no internet back then. Probably wasn't no telephones back then. I doubt it was. So word traveled by horseback, you know, that dude on horse. Mm-hmm. Coming through each city, letting them know what's going on. Right. So, uh, the nation's capital is on the East Coast. So, the people on the East Coast got the word first that they free. And it mm-hmm. didn't spread and get to Texas. Texas is one who, who started the Juneteenth stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? By the time we got to the west side of the country. Mm-hmm. Shit, I was a month behind. Yeah. Because what was like two years? Two years yeah, after? Man, so, so, it took a while to get to Texas. Like, um, yeah, like. She's told me that before too, like, cause, you know, they they just went from Texas, so they never really had a reason or, I guess, thought of it back then. But, but they had they got the May Day, so it's called May Day. Yeah, yeah. They, so they get it in. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I know, I know. So, um, you know, shout out to that. Um, I'm glad people are starting to learn about it a little bit more. Um, cause I remember I remember first hearing about it like after high school, like. Uh, it was like just a small group of people in Chicago did something at Washington Park for Juneteenth, and um, it was like it was like some churches who did it. That's that's the only reason why I knew it because it was some churches who did it, and um, you know after that, you know I ain't really I ain't never celebrated. I ain't never I always knew about it, but it was just like one of them things you knew if you knew, you know what I'm saying? If somebody told you about it, like, but so. I, I'm glad it started. It's 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 um, widely spread now. Um, I know I've seen some people upset about it because they like you know it's our thing. You don't want to whitewash, but it's go it's, it's gonna happen. It's one of them unavoidable things, you know. Um, it's it's weird that you say you heard about it after high school mm-hmm. because EC and I don't and I don't think they have it now, but mm-hmm. EC used to have a fucking uh, Juneteenth parade. Like that's where I met Chris at. Like my Going into my freshman year at Central, okay. um, so yeah, so uh, well, no, I was still at Central then. So, but yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, like it's I don't I don't know why they got rid of it. I don't guess people weren't buying into it or like they just stopped whatever. Just, as yeah, I said, it probably wasn't there's enough people because when I when I went, it wasn't even that. It wasn't like a big population. That, that was you know the first time I heard of. Like, I had never like heard of uh, uh, blah blah blah. I had never heard of it. Before that, or nothing like that. Yeah, and that's when I like started doing my research and shit. Mm-hmm. And you would hear like, depending on what teacher you got for history mm-hmm. and shit, um, essential. Like you'll hear a little bits and pieces of it. If you got family members like this deeply like involved in the culture and shit, like like they'll give you like little nuggets. Because uh, of course, you we all learned what the Emancipation Proclamation was, mm-hmm. all that other shit. As far as freeing the slaves and everything, but it's like we never knew that it was an actual day dedicated to it, which is. What, the day that they did sign the Emancipation Proclamation, right? Well, Lincoln did. 1865, uh, June 19th. Yes. I, believe, I believe that's the date or whatever, which is tomorrow or whatever. So it's like, yeah. Uh, oh, what's up, Ryan? <laughs> but yeah. Um, do, do you think we deserve I'm not saying we deserve it. But <clears throat> I feel like instead of giving us our reparations and giving us something we really need, they just say, you know what, we're going to give y'all this little gold, gold coin ring. We're going to give y'all a, a holiday. holiday. Make y'all feel special. I, you know what? I believe in that situation because I've seen a lot of that back and forth on social media over like the past week or so, leading up to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe two things like can be true. Like 
we can have a recognized day just like July 4th for Cinco de Mayo and any other like day for anybody else's culture and as well as be afforded financial uh, like literacy and, and resolutions because we started in America long behind the eight ball like, like way 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 back so if you're giving reparations to Holocaust survivors and other uh, minorities that came over here of their own free will and everything like that. Like, we ain't asked to come over here. So it's like, don't tell us that, oh, well, if we, like, like this, and I know I'm getting off topic a little bit. This is why I was never a Bernie Sanders fan. Because when Bernie Sanders was asked about reparations on the Breakfast Club, like, when he was running both times for uh, his campaign, mm-hmm. he, and he was startled. He was like, I don't see how we could give black people reparations without giving blah, 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 blah. Fam, no, like, it's just a proven fact. Like, we talked about on the previous pods. Mm-hmm. Um, my black and brown people, but again, speaking specifically about black, like, we test lower in math and, and science because of the majority of communities we grew up in. Like, our schools, like, our out-of-date books, this, this, that, and the third. Like, it's, it's so many reasons why, like, we need... Financial help okay, as far so, as like well, what are reparations? What, what are I mean, it could be any. Were they promised to us? No, I don't believe they were promised. The like, yeah, they, in the middle. They, they were promised. Oh, to us. You know, that's yeah, why that's right. Yeah, that they were too. promised that, to us. And they, yeah, they never gave right. it to us. You, you are right. That's the only reason that we ain't giving it. No, you know what? I mean, but see, even y'all hurt and y'all poor right now. No, but see, even even because of that, it's because when they free motherfuckers and they kicked us off the plantation, I said, all right, cool. You gonna leave the plantation? Guess what we gonna give you? We're going to give you 40 acres, your own farm, and your own little donkey. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you plow your own land now. Really? To all the motherfuckers who, who, who were slaving. When you put it like that. And we's a free yeah. nine. Yeah. Yeah. Come with 40 acres, and they ain't give us that shit. Yeah. Nah. So we just like, okay, when you going to give it? That's all it is, is when you going to give it to And um, I don't know if y'all... Y'all remember we talked about it too. Is there's one city who has started doing it? Yeah, in yeah, Evanston, yeah, yeah. Illinois. Yeah, 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 Illinois. They, yeah. they, they, um, you know, trying to, um, you know, make up for you know all the bullshit. You know, the redlining stuff. Basically, that's what they talk about. You know, giving uh, more black people affordable, not affordable housing, but better housing. You know what I'm saying? Okay, here I come. Uh, y'all can keep going, man. You know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, but yeah, like it's like and I, like I said, I had never even thought about it from that aspect. But even if it wasn't promised to us, like again, you gave everybody else their fair share, or mm-hmm. what might not be considered their fair share. Mm-hmm. America was built off the backs of black people. Not to mention, like yeah, I'm I'm not discrediting what the Asians did as far as the railroads or. Hispanic people as far as like picking crops and fruit and all of that other stuff. But everything that's tacos. All of that. Everything is concrete in America as far as like ingenuity, um, like craftsmanship, uh, technology came from black people. Plain and simple. Like ain't no way to like it ain't no way to like bullshit that all of that. Like it's shit. Surgery, open heart surgery. Like all of that shit, like saving lives, fighting wars, all the who was that? Christmas Addis, the first person that died in the like, like motherfuckers have laid their lives on the line for America, and, and just to come back here and 
not be treated right. Shit, Jesse Owens in the Olympics, like, couldn't get, can even go into his uh, welcome home congratulations party because he was a colored man and the party was held at the all-white establishment or whatever. Like, it's just like shit like that. Even, like, even the food we eat. I know the first <laughs> person to make macaroni in America was a black man. I wouldn't be surprised. You laughing or I'm serious? <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised. It is, though. It's a, it's a show on Netflix. It's called um, Hound Hog. And they basically break down, like, black American food and, like, you know, the type of stuff we eat. Mm-hmm. And how you can trace it back to Africa and, you know, the different cuisine, cuisines in America that we like. Macaroni. I don't eat it, but I feel you. Sweet potatoes, macaroni, candy ass is what y'all might want to call. You say you don't eat macaroni, but no. black man started that. It's it actually is French, <laughs> what? but it's French. Macaroni is French, oh. but yeah, because it's a noodle. Y'all you know saying you know bullshit ass slave owners, president, slave owner took the black man over there. I want to show you. You got to learn how to cook over here. Came back, he started making macaroni. Made macaroni for the whole world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's when I was telling y'all before The way black people make macaroni is different Yeah, it's a whole lot different Because white people use No disrespect, they use the the Raisins? That too but Raisins? They, <laughs> they use the, they use the cheese sauce. Like like they don't they don't layer it with, with different yeah. cheeses. It's like they yeah, just use the, the cheese sauce. The way he make it is how we make it. All black people be making it. It's how that dude made it. <laughs> don't not listen. Don't knock the cheese sauce. You could combine the two. No, you don't got to. You don't, you don't need you that runny shit. You don't need that. It just can't be too runny. Yeah, that's it, like what I'm saying. It depends on how you do it. I do and and what uh, what can you go to get macaroni? The only place you can't go and get macaroni is McDonald's. And even they tried to serve macaroni at one point. McDonald's trying to do macaroni. I'm big macaroni. Hey, look it up. I can't sell macaroni. That's what I'm saying. Like every ribs, you might go get some macaroni. Every place sell macaroni. Macaroni. Thank you, America. That shit is disgusting. If I bite into some crunchy and some some liquidy, there's a Whole Foods got some some truffle macaroni bites. That shit sounds disgusting. How they get the cheese in the crust? That's a real question. That's a real question. <laughs> how you batter that? Like, how did that work? You take the macaroni, you batter it up, fry it with the cheese. Yeah, you cook the. Sounds messy. It sounds. Like I got a macaroni it story, man. Messy. I ain't gonna even say his name, but I gotta get this story out. He probably listening. But um, one of my guys, right? We was having like a potluck at Purdue. Marcus went there. You know, I don't know who you talking about. Man, we waiting. We waiting. I hey, we waiting on the mac. He said he bringing the macaroni. My man's, the macaroni looked immaculate. Like, you know how macaroni's supposed to look. Mm. <laughs> that shit was burnt taste when you tasted it. Mm. Mm. Ain't stir it up? Mm. No, you ain't got to. It was burnt. Nigga, it was burnt. I never tasted something that was burnt that didn't look burnt. I don't know mm. how he did it, it's but it happened. It was burnt, dog. Like, you know how you burn a hot dog? Mm-hmm. That's what it tastes like. But it was macaroni. Like, was it made on the stove? Or I don't know how you make it. I ain't even asked. 
I mean, because if you made it on the stove, we didn't even that, say, that we didn't even say that to it the whole time. It's like, afterwards. It, it, so <laughs> it didn't look they, somebody else because I don't think you you can't burn back. Bro, it in was the, burnt well, without burn being burnt, dog. But like, I feel like you in watch the oven, it. You can. That shit, you can burn it on the stove. I feel yeah. like it's easy to burn it on the stove. I think he burnt the noodles right and then just kept going. That's the only thing. If you make no, nah, because if you burn the noodles, they'd be extra rubbery and extra hard and shit. I don't know. It just, it just tastes burnt, man. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Never seen it before. Yeah, you had to. He probably let that shit cook too long. No, you gotta get rid of that. Hey, it ain't no spices you can do. I ain't gonna put them out there. But I, I saw somebody. <laughs> I saw somebody burn chicken and dumplings. Like, like it was at the dumpling part where you balling up the the dough and you putting it in there. And we was watching. That's when the game that came back on BT with the new seasons and shit. So we all tuned in to the to the new to the new seasons and shit. Well, it wasn't me. It was not me. It was not me. Some macaroni trying to watch the game. No, no, it wasn't me. Um, the person who's gonna remain nameless. They people burn the chicken and dumplings. And I'm like, I mean, like, we still tried to eat. We tried to throw a little seeds in there, docking it up. But you can't you can't escape that burnt taste with some shit burnt. Like, Man, you can't no, no getting around that shit. I'm not finna throw that. Hey, you might get nobody indicted. What's wrong with you rappers? Y'all always snitching in y'all music. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it though, man. You, you got you say you've been working on some new stuff. What you got? Right. I don't know. You got nothing. Yeah, you got nothing. You said he's in Atlanta with, with, with Dakota and Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, so, so you played some music. You said, and then she played. She got like a a kind of a bop. No, not not not. She not Dakota Dakota has. I mean, the only difference was like we we obviously make two different types of music. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so don't 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 get swayed by how they react to house stuff. Yeah, like it, it was a thing. Like okay, one time, <laughs> one time I went to the strip club. I went to uh, what the fuck is the strip club over there? Yeah, Wiggles, Wiggles. Wiggles. Oh yeah. Hey man, we going, we going, going, hey, we, going we going to Wiggles this weekend. I Ooh, said it. Who the fuck is we? <laughs> you got it. You got it. He is. Yeah, he got it too. He know. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Father's Day deals. Exactly. I'm pretty sure. That's I'm, not I'm not gonna be there. Well, listen. So, okay. So Two for one. One time dance. I went to Wiggles, and one of my other rapper homies, he was there. He had a night up there where they were having people perform. I wasn't trying to perform. I just went up there to show love. No. <laughs> I really, I really wasn't trying to perform. But I went in there. And he was like, "Well, you here? You, you ain't got nothing you wanna?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good." You sure? Go ahead and do something. Oh, shit. Hey. So, I ended up doing options and something else. And it was kind of like a thing where okay, I once I performed, <laughs> imagine like if you, you wouldn't tell like Kendrick and J. Cole to perform in a strip club. Yeah. It just, it the style of music or whatever might not necessarily, well, you might find like a Kendrick song that could possibly, but I don't feel like that type of music goes off. Yeah, you don't, make, you don't make that type of music. And so, nah, like, it was funny because when I did it, it wasn't like a thing of, like, everybody turning up and going crazy. Like, everything just stopped. And, mm-hmm. like, people were just sitting there watching me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know, I'm like, oh, what the reception was. Yeah, I didn't know what the reception was. So, and I get off stage, and I got strippers coming up to me. Hey. Uh, I got people that were sitting there like, yo, that was dope. And I'm like, Nobody was saying nothing. Nobody was moving. But mm-hmm. people were actually, they stopped and listened mm-hmm. 
to what was being said. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, it was just a different type of thing. It wasn't just necessarily about like the bop or the vibe or whatever. Like they're like, okay, this is some different type of music, but it don't fit this setting, but it's good enough, I guess, where mm. that's what yeah. you get. When I think about it, options, it's kind of like a a slow melody. It, I, I feel like, man, if they would have dimmed the lights, some niggas was like, hey, man, I need this quick lighting. They just got to grab the chick. That's what they do. The niggas ain't know. The niggas don't know how to do options, it. Man, this options was cool because, yeah, like it's got, it's kind of like that in-between tempo where it's not like super mm-hmm. upbeat where bitches twerking and all that, but mm-hmm. it's still like you, you, get can, that, you can dance. You get that you slow grind from that stripper with yeah. that song. You, you, know, you, you, know, you sound like you know too much. Hey man, I know music. Sorry. <laughs> you sound like you don't like that. Hey, I've been to a strip club once or twice. <laughs> Last month, like no. JK, JK. So after all of that, um, going back to like the Atlanta thing, like just seeing how people reacted to her stuff, and she got a bunch of different stuff on the way, like. I'm, I'm very proud of what she done went down to Atlanta and did in the short time that she's been down there. I'll yeah. just say that everything that she said that she was going to do, mm-hmm. she went and did. That's what's <laughs> up. Yeah, and, and so. you know, she got her own style, too, which is like you don't hear her, like how she rap. You don't hear that from nobody right now. Yeah. So that's dope for her, too. She, uh, she definitely she's definitely come a long way from when she was up here. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she had, like, progression between, like, her and Zay. Uh, shout out to Zay Baby, shout out to the Vibe Guys and all of them. They have progression, but it's like, okay, now we got to take it to the next level and mm-hmm. do some different stuff. And so they ended up going down there. And like I said, like I told her, just in a short period of time, like your music was, was cool in the beginning when you were up here. Mm-hmm. But I can tell that you've been around some different people now and you're experiencing life a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And... You can hear it in the music. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and then when you get older, you get different experiences, too, because yeah. she was, but she still, like, she was, like, 20, 21, so she's still kind of young, so. Yeah, 21, 22, somewhere. Yeah, that's dope, man. But, um, as far as me, um, even though the running joke is I'm never driving music. <laughs> that ain't a joke. It is. It. <laughs> She's waiting on her to get thicker. How old is she yet? This is. Oh, that's it. He just said she's 21. I need to edit. I need to edit. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. I need to fucking edit. Oh, shit. Okay. Look, the views and expressions of this show are not shared by all the hosts. Nor is the video. Nah, maybe she's. Personal content. I'm saying, hey. She got the look. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, her music style is. <laughs> Is receptive like I like it, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like she gonna do her thing when the time yeah, comes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know the ears be on it, man. The ears be on it. But now coming back here after all of that whole uh, being down there for a while, like I said, like I wanted to give y'all y'all flowers because I listened to that was actually the first podcast that I listened to um, from y'all. Mm-hmm. And I had been seeing y'all posting, and then I saw when they was talking about like, yeah, we talking about like the music business and different stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then I was at work, and I'm like, I need some new pods to listen to. Let me listen to this. Let me check their podcast out. You And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then lo and behold, as I'm listening, I hear my name get brought up, and then I'm listening to the debate go back and forth, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to go ahead and dispel some of these different things. <laughs> 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 I'm at work in the middle of the night, like, fam. It's like 11 o'clock at night. 
Yeah, yeah, I told y'all he pulled up. We was uh, we went to uh, say hustle the money thing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we got to get him on here. <laughs> so yeah, so um, I mean, the music is coming. There's a lot of the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually got the no restrictions video, even though it's out on Facebook for people out here that want to see it. I haven't mm-hmm. officially released it yet. Okay, um, but that'll be coming at the end of this month. I'm back with my old engineer. Who was that? Um, my guy from Chicago. He just he, I know him as Banks, but um, he's an engineer and producer named Made by Lil. Um, he works with Glass Tree Studios, and he's got his own setup too. Um, he mixed all of my last album, mm. and he's kind of one of those people that knows my sound. So I be as of recently, I've been getting a lot of the mixes yeah. for these songs back, like mm-hmm. super quick. So, um, we just been putting that together. I was out there with him. I think it's that Wednesday, I think. One of those days. But, um, we were just sitting down and going through records, and then he started, we started working on some new songs. Um, what was the name project. of that video again? No Restrictions. Hey, put it up. Hey. <laughs> put it up. Go to YouTube. Man. It's not on YouTube yet. Oh, okay, go to it's v- on, it's Vimeo. You can't, no, that's what I'm saying. I put it out on Facebook. Shout out to D Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Same Hustle New Money too. Dink, uh, Dollars, everybody over there. Um, because I was having a conversation with them, and they were saying the same thing. Like, man, just drop the music. Just drop the, put, put stuff out. And then the same thing with y'all. And my biggest thing is, in my journey of things, like I know what it kind of takes for you to actually release a record or for you to release a video or... You can't just throw it out. Yeah. And so, when I see people sit there and say like, "Yeah, just put it out, just do that, do that," I take a certain, I take a certain amount of time in everything that I do to get it quality wise right. Mm. And so I don't just want to throw it out online and it don't do nothing. Mm. Half of the people that sit there and tell you just put out music, I, I know people that have told me that over and over and over again, and I finally put that out. I didn't get a share. I didn't get a like. I didn't get nothing. And I don't hold that against them, but I'm saying, like, if you're going to continuously tell me to do something and I finally do it, mm, at least support it. <laughs> and so I was sitting there telling D Brown that, and I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to put it out on Facebook for, I consider it like my personal Facebook, people that know me, people that are from the area that at mm-hmm. least heard what I do. The people that share it and people that like it and all that, those are the ones that on your friends list for real support what you do. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is just there to critique, whatever, talk critique to you, whatever. Now I'm going to take the actual video. I've reached out. Since I went to Atlanta, Like I've talked to some different people, reached out to some different people. So we just going, I'm getting back in the space of reaching out to like the blogs and not even really the blogs as much as it used to be. But, um, just YouTube stuff and social media stuff and different things like that just to help push it. So, end of the month, the video will be everywhere. The song will be on all streaming platforms for people to listen to. But, if you are friending <coughs> me on Facebook, on my personal Facebook, you can find the video. Mm-hmm. What's your relationship with uh, BJ? Darskin, BJ, Thomas? Probably, yeah. yeah. That's my brother. <laughs> um... Y'all about the same age or what? Yeah, he's uh he's actually a couple months older than me. Okay. But um yeah, that's that's my brother. Like if you sit there and saw 
we posted like 3B and all this other different stuff. Um, fun fact, when I first started rapping and first started making music, my first group that I, <laughs> I was ever in, it started off with me, uh, shout out to John Howard. <laughs> <laughs> me, John Howard, and shout out to J. Crone. We were we were a rap group called Triple Style. Triple Style, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and that's actually where I started making music because I wasn't rapping at that point. They decided they wanted to rap and they needed somebody to make beats, and so I went home and downloaded the crack version of Fruity Loops and started learning how to sample and make beats, mm. and that turned into us making a couple songs, and then that turned us. It turned into us going to high school. Uh, they kind of fell off with it. I met some people in school that were rapping. I started making beats for them. Mm -hmm. uh, in the meantime, I was quietly like in the background from like eighth, eighth grade throughout high school, like writing poetry. And um, got to college, didn't know anybody, had all these beats. What college? Uh, Ball State. Ball State. <laughs> Down Muncie. <laughs> Went down to Muncie. Didn't know anybody other than maybe like a couple people, but they didn't make music. So it was like, well, what am I finna do with my beats? Like, let me try to write and do something with my own stuff. And that turned into my first project, which will not be named, because I don't need y'all to Google it. No, <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. We're going to shout it out the next part when you ain't here. <laughs> but uh, after that... Um, Made that project, put it out to some different blogs. I got a little bit of traction, and then that gave me the confidence to kind of like continue with it. And so when I inevitably got the call from my parents to bring my ass back home because I was fucking up my freshman year, doing a bunch of dumb shit. <laughs> Typical shit. Yeah. I uh, came back, left Ball State, went to IUN the next year. Um, and then that's when I put out like my first official project. Mm -hmm. First official mixer. And was that the uh, was that the, the one in Vegas? Or? Nah, there's there's two before. Oh, okay. We get in Las Vegas. I don't promote those as heavy. <laughs> but uh, there's two before. We get in Las Vegas is like the first project where I was like, okay, yeah, this might work. And that was that was the project that um, took me a lot of different places. I'll say my favorite song out of there is Hennessy and Lemonade. Even though I don't drink Hennessy like that no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which I don't understand yeah. that at all. I either. think I told the story, though, but I went, so, oh, I forgot, when we went downtown for my birthday, uh, he was with me, is, so, uh, told him to play Hennessy. That was classic. <laughs> told him to play Hennessy and Lemonade. You know what I'm saying? It's my birthday, I request a song. He played it like 10 times that night. Yeah, we was lit. Yeah, we was lit. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know, man. All I know it was like it was like a it was nice. It was like nice spot. It was downtown. I just remember like yeah, it was like a Sunday Sunday club. It was a Sunday club. I don't know how the fuck he had that in his room. That's false. We told him. Shout out, man. Shout out to Boy Genius. We told him. Boy Genius was definitely. Giving every song to all the DJs out there. So, we shout to uh, Boy J, shout out to Timbuktu, RIP. Yeah. yeah. We told him to play it, and 
he played a couple. He played a couple times, man. I was like, yeah, this is my shit. Cause I was drinking <laughs> Hennessy and lemonade. Then ain't know what it was, but hey. Shout out to regular Ruben for walking in Beauty Bar one day, and he was a Hennessy rep at that point. And Boy J, every Tuesday we had like Ten Boy uh, Ten Buck Tuesday with Beauty Bar, and it was like the hip hop night, so mm-hmm. there'd be a bunch of people in there. Um, so he had come to like different clubs and just niggas got like a, a Hennessy black car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just go to the bar and yeah, give everybody this drink. Mm-hmm. And then it go to the company card. And so I was like, yo, what is this? He came up, he's like, it's Hennessy Lemonade. I'm like, okay, cool. This, I, I like this. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of them. Left the club, went home. Uh, we don't need this info. No, I get on my head because I showed him the info. I got some business I want to discuss with He's not with Hennessy anymore. He was. He left Hennessy, was with Jaeger, and I got to see who he's with. Good old Jaeger Meister. That, that and Yanga too. Either way it go. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, hey, don't tell him. Don't, don't, don't. We're going to have to bleep that one out. Yeah, definitely going to edit that. Man. But, uh, yeah, I, I came home that night. I was listening to Outkast. Uh, she lives in my lap. And I don't know why that was the song that was like, man, I feel like making a beat now. So mm-hmm. I made the beat for Hennessy Lemonade. Started writing the hook. Next day, we went to the studio that we were going to, and that was the result. That's what's up. Yes, yeah, that song. I love that song. So, good time in my life. <laughs> man, tell you, yeah, yeah, they were out that time, man. Let me tell you, man, being the East was summer everywhere, man. It was, it was a good time in my life. Summer man, everywhere, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's what's up, man. What was going on in the world? I mean, worldly news. What was popping? Y'all was telling me about old boy that was in there getting this Johnny Carpenter on. Hey, Man. I was gonna share it because I was like, "Look, this dude did it. <laughs> Whatever he accused of, he did that he shit." But yeah, you hit him details. Yeah, you might own them. Like I say, man, I believe he took part in. You know, afflicting pain on somebody. Okay. You know, I believe also that this man is maybe bipolar, or definitely give me bipolar. something. Something in the, in his brain, he's able to switch and become somebody else. All right. So he's able to switch and become this lawyer, and he's doing a damn good job at doing it. Um, I heard his nine one one call also, and in his nine one one call, he says, "Please, please help my baby mama Kiki. Kiki, she going crazy. She possessed by the white devil. The white devil got her trying to kill me. So just by saying that, nigga, you can fucked up already. Yeah, yeah, I said by saying that, but." He, he got so many loops in the prosecution's case. He found so many holes. They, and he, he ripping them holes wide open, bro. And if you one of those 12, he, he played a role in the process selection of the jurors. Wait, huh? Yeah. Yeah, because he is his own lawyer, so he, yeah. can, he, can, he can select the jury. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, he can 
it take one juror to say, you know what, I don't... something's wrong here. It, it takes one juror to say that, you know, either to say something's wrong here, it's not adding up, story's not messing up, and now it's a hung jury, and he's acquitted. And, and um, for no, his name is Ronnie O'Neill. He's accused of uh, double murder of killing his girlfriend and her daughter in 2018. Man, it took three years for this man to go to trial. That's crazy. But, yeah. But, um, how, how often, I don't know. I got to look it up. How often do people who, who represent themselves get off? It's, it's slim. And that's why a lot of times, like, the whole legal system guards against it. Because you, it's, we all know it's not, like, what you answer the guilty is about what you can to prove. prove. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like if you're not armed with all the legal jargon and, and, and know how of how to maneuver it during a court case and what to say and what not to say to either incriminate or not incriminate yourself by trying to defend yourself, you'll fall right into that bullshit or whatever and look like a fool up there. I guess I can't recall off the top of my head, but like there's been some, like a small percentage that have done it. Excuse me, and got off. But again, I would definitely guard against it. The only way, honestly, I would do it is if, and I, and you know what? This is what makes me believe that he's innocent because I don't, <laughs> I don't believe nobody. I swear to God, I don't believe nobody in the world would try to represent themselves unless they was innocent. Because it's like, and he said that too. Like and I ain't even watched the video. Like so, it's like I just I just seen like the the opening clip and he looked like he was on some nut shit. But like when you think about it, it's like I got entirely too much to lose if I know I'm guilty deep down inside to get up here and just try to bullshit my way throughout like throughout this whole proceedings and shit. No matter how long it's gonna go on, and especially like if it's a jury trial or that, and I'm trying to convince them and and combat with the prosecutor and all that other shit, like. He, he, I'm depending solely on the fact that I know I'm innocent and I'm driving that point home mm-hmm. if I'm going to represent myself. Because it's like, I'm not going to leave my future up to a public defender. We know how the legal system is, especially for black mm-hmm. men. They're trying to get you to admit to a, 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 a trumped up bullshit that's less a charge mm-hmm. just so you ain't got a, whatchamacallit, which is still a win for the prosecution at the end of the day because they get paid due to the amount of prosecutions and shit that they get or whatever per year. So. So here's the thing. I don't think he's trying to prove himself innocent, right? He's not trying to prove himself innocent. He's trying to prove that you guys don't have enough evidence to prove me guilty. Oh. I mean, true. Beyond the reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt. Yep. Okay. And you have to establish that preponderance of beyond the reasonable doubt. That's the same way OJ got off. Oh, same exact okay. way. Because they never proved him. They never proved that he didn't do it. They just proved there wasn't enough evidence for you to convict him. Hey, that's and then with, with with conflicting statements. Yeah, that and with and then when when they got him to try on that fucking glove and gloves didn't fucking fit. That was like nail in the fucking car. But it's like yeah, like you just you just got to create just a shred of bit of doubt. And that's why if you remember Johnny Cochran's whole fucking thing was and the prosecution was pissed off. It's like Johnny Cochran just kept throwing out. Outlandish possibilities, mm-hmm. and because it was such a high-profile case, the jury just kept grasping the straws every time mm-hmm. he had throw something out there. Like, oh yeah, it could have been that, or it could have been that, or it could have been that, as opposed to actually paying attention 
To the facts. The facts yeah. And the facts then is like, like then it was new. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was extremely, extremely new. And then nobody understand it. Like, and if you remember going back to the FX uh, docu series on the shit, um, like it was just like sitting there watching nails or listening to nails on the chalkboard, like, or just like some monotone teacher in a three hundred lecture or whatever, and you in there for three hours, or like, like you just sitting there like, oh, okay, what's next? What's like? Did nobody understand the shit? But every time Johnny Cochran get up there, he presents some razzle dazzle. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be this, it could be that, and, and the jury just bright eyed and bushy tailed and beguiled by the shit. Like, hey, the legal system fucked up because it should be about the facts. But it's like if you gonna put it in my hands and I'm just an everyday citizen and it's eleven more of us, shit, we probably gonna go with the most exciting, exciting story, whether it's the prosecution or the uh or the fucking uh, defense attorney or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's like. Again, if I'm him, I'm gonna get up there on the same shit. Like, especially if I know I didn't do it. Like, and then though, but it's like you still you, you can you can prove that, but at the same time, you gotta think people emotions. Like, cause somebody go look at him. Like we we all looked at him. It was like, hey, this nigga crazy. crazy. It was yeah. it was by the haircut off yeah, back. True. Yeah, change. And yeah, then his demeanor, like he was super stupid. Wow. Yeah. So demeanor. people go like, yeah, hey, look. They they might even like you might not even be guilty. They just go by look, just get this nigga out of here. That's, that's, that's what they could be out of a twenty nine minute speech that he did for his opening statement. They showed Jalo's four minutes and they pieced together four minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, that's, oh, and that's and that's that's what I'm saying. Like you go get people like that. Think about people who are in the courtroom. They go look at them. They probably just got them four minutes in their head already. Like. Uh, he said some smart shit, but he, he started out saying some crazy shit. You, you, you would think that that was a consecutive four minutes. Yeah, the way they you know, yeah, from the way they did it, uh-uh, they do it like uh-uh. that. It's edited like a month. That's that's one thing I hate about like these things too. Like they edited to make you just look so yeah, bad. Show all the highlights, and then when the, the next day, so the next morning I go well, go wake up, go to YouTube, watch the actual video. No, uh, before I watch the actual video, the first thing I see on YouTube is just like the thing. He testifies in front of his son. The son testifies. And the son's like, Dad, you stabbed me in my back. Then they, then, they, then the um, <laughs> the news station drops the dun dun dun. Oh, you man. know what I'm saying? Like, damn, you stabbed him in the back. Son admitted it. Then you get to the actual 28, the actual hour and seven minute interrogation. He was like, uh, I don't remember. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My dad didn't harm me. What? But they gonna show you the bullshit. You see the whole long video. My dad didn't harm me. My dad didn't touch me. I didn't see my dad shoot anybody. Oh, word. Yeah, man. That's I'm gonna have to check this out because you like. I hate for somebody to go to jail for something they didn't do. He did, but then. But you just, he did it. But he's smooth enough. He he did it. He did it. You think he did it? The motherfucker crazy. <laughs> See, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, like right, you didn't watch the thing, but you like, hey, this nigga crazy. I mean, that nigga, he, he if you well, on the jury, you gonna be like, that nigga did it. He very well could you know be like, like, I know he's crazy. They said, oh, that nigga did, yeah, he did, he did that shit. That's but, what I said. <laughs> uh, but like I said, because I watch a lot of them documentaries where. 
yeah, present all the evidence. Like how you say you watch the full video, so you get to see everything. And then I'm like, damn, how the hell y'all convict him on that? And it's because people' emotions get into it where they like, yeah, he did that. Just, just based on just don't see something about him don't seem right. That's what people be thinking. Something about him don't seem right, so he did it. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think like, and again, going back to the whole legal government shit. You know how I feel about the legal system. That shit is completely outdated. Yeah. Like it's it's archaic and shit. Like it's but just the way they pick jurors is very, very like have you seen that? Like like how they do jury selections? Yeah, I I you, got selected for jury duty but I ain't get picked and yeah, I was mad. Like like because they pick people that actually lean towards a certain way of thinking as yeah. opposed to another way of thinking. Like, like they'll, they'll say, like, the lawyers and the, and the judges say, like, yeah, like, you can't have any preconceived biases and, and everything like that. But what they don't say is, like, if you were, like, a super, super left or you super, super right or you this or you that, depending on the case, you might be perfect to be a juror depending on if I'm trying to get you to either convict or acquit mm-hmm. whoever's on trial and shit. Like, yeah. no, nah, fam. Like, it, it's 2021. Honestly, all this shit should be technological. You shouldn't even be depending on twelve motherfuckers yeah. to um to you know basically skate or or convict a motherfucker. See, they ain't they ain't said me because I was young and black and I was like, hey, look, that nigga ain't do that. That's what I was gonna get nah, up there and say. I promise you, like, no, nah, I wasn't gonna say. I was gonna listen. <laughs> I was gonna listen to the whole. I was gonna listen to the whole thing and, and you know get my out of opinion. I think I want to be on jury duty because, like, like I said, I'll be watching them shows and I'll be like, damn man, how dumb is y'all in this in this in this room yeah. to not know that this nigga is not guilty? And that shit yeah. be wild too because it's like <clears throat> you're not gonna get a conviction unless it's twelve unanimous. Yeah. Or, or either way, if it's one hung juror. The, the shit is automatically that motherfucker automatically walking free. And then you got to people don't care about people. Don't, we don't care about other people, honestly. Yeah, actually, like no, it, no, we don't. When you think about it, people don't really care about the next man like that. So if it's all ten of us, I've been saying I'm he not guilty. You've been saying he's not guilty, and then these ten people like, man, let's go home, man. Let's just get up out of here. Then like, man, fuck it, we out of here. That ain't guilty. I'm sure we can all go home. And that, I know that's how it be. I know it. That's how you, unless you get with that one strong-willed person who, because they rare, they ain't about to fold. They that shit's not go. That shit gonna be found guilty. Which is weird because I get. I think they say that's how. Um, that's how. What's his face? George Zimmerman got off. Yeah. Like, found like it's, it's 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 weird because you got cases like him, Casey Anthony, OJ, like. Nope. And we all know they all and, and, did. But, but you, you know what? Again, I understand why OJ got off. What I don't understand is how Casey Anthony and George Zimmerman got off. Because with Zimmerman shit, you had the um, you had the dispatch call. You had the full conversation between him and dispatch. And the lady's basically saying, because he asked, he was like, do you want me to pursue it? Do you want me to basically like go up to him and, and do whatever to him and try to stop him or hold him? And they're like, no, 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 we're on the way. We're on the way. You don't have to do anything. Right right then and there, that's an open and shut case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so I never understood how, what, but it's Florida and where shit happened in Florida and Texas. So it is what it is. But, um, but yeah, it's like, like you've got that. In the Casey Anthony shit, you found the DNA in Casey in the mother's trunk. Like, like you, what, what was it, blood stains and some others? Like, like you found the shit. So even if she didn't kill her, mm-hmm. even if she didn't kill her daughter, she had 
something to do with it. Because Why she like riding around with the body or something? Yeah, yeah for, like, for a couple of days or some shit like that. Like, I, I ain't Yeah, like it was weird. I, I want to say that shit happened when? Back in like 2012, 13, 14, somewhere. No, it's because it's been a minute. Excuse me. But, um, like, it just show you how fickle the, um, <laughs> the legal system is because this kind of sense. It's, it's kind of fucking sense. Like, what are we basically doing this off of? But then again, if, if, if we 12 white or eight white people, a, a, a black person, a Hispanic, um, and two other minorities or whatever, like, the eight white people is, are probably not going to convict this literally white girl. Same thing probably with black people. Like, if it's six, seven black people and a couple other um, walks of life <laughs> up there, we're going to be very skeptical just with the OJ shit, like, to, to convict a black man. That's why they didn't accept me, man. They thought I was going to say Buddy was not guilty, but... But see, I think, I think OJ's goose was cooked until they made him put on them gloves. Like... Because all, uh, all it took was the visual. Like, you say that, this is, that these are the gloves he used to murder Ron Goldman and, and um, his ex-wife. He put them motherfuckers on them shit didn't come past his fucking knuckles. Hey, so, uh, talk about OJ, right? This one, that's why I was like, man, if he would have got on the jury, he would have found OJ guilty. But when I was at Purdue, I took a forensic science class. You probably did y'all take it in overbound? Yeah, I took it overbound. Yeah, so yeah, it's, my high it's a continuation with those same guys, and um, that's what made me not want to be a forensic pathologist. Every time he was like, "Yeah, OJ did it." He was saying that shit like every class, and she used to piss me off. Like, look, man, the nigga not guilty, man. I know he did it. We all know he did it. We ain't got to keep telling us that shit. But uh, he's like, yeah, don't try on a glove like OJ. He just kept saying that shit like every class, and I just used to be cracking up. But then like. <clears throat> At a point, I was like, man, hey, look, I ain't that. This grudge you got is too much for me, man. What is you really trying to tell me? Hey. No, I understand. Like, I, I really do. Like, I understand that shit. Because, like, you, you put it like this. OJ was heated. Uh, not OJ, but people who wanted to see OJ locked up were like just as heated. People. Yeah, it was just as heated as we was when we found out George Zimmerman got on. Like, I don't know. No, I mean it's equivalent. Like he he did he did kill him. Needed enough. No, I don't think he was either because we were supposed to. Definitely not. We were supposed to murk him. Hey man, you know I, I'm gonna stop saying it, but you do. And then, and then you got him auctioning off the gun that he shot Trayvon with, and and all types of like. And you Florida niggas supposed to pop that nigga when y'all saw. Hey, one dude tried to, one dude tried to take him out. He ain't try hard enough. He got locked up though. So someone's so one's the uh, the project dropping. Damn, quick change of the subject. That was a crazy segue. Nah, you had, he had. Man, my mom. We talking about George Zimmerman and and OJ. I mean, no, like I'm, I'm like I'm man, the man right here. Oh, here you go. Uh, here you go. I just I just want to know, man. Scott, right here. I know you got some throwbacks because look, yeah. Just don't know I can I got I can rap, no, no, you but can't. I ain't that cold. No, you you know can't what I'm rap saying? Either. So what did? Huh? I can rap, but yeah, I don't want to put out no bad. bullshit. No, 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 no. I'm not. No, I'm no, not no, saying that you can't no, rap. No, no. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. No. <laughs> look, Marcus was bobbing his head. Don't let Marcus lie to you. Wait, you see how he dissed your music to the beat. Hey, look. That's to his. You lyrics. see how you always dissing your music. You make good music. So hey, what are you I saying? I feel good that he dissing my music. Like he'll diss me online and then like. And that's 
I ain't never asked you to send me shit. Julie, what are you talking about? How do you get your music out? Do you, do you got a, a momager? Or you got a manager? <laughs> a momager. A momager. A momager. A momager. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. That's what I get. Look at you with the bars. I forgot you're a rapper too. Look at you. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna kind of, I guess, talk about like uh, some of the stuff that y'all was talking about on the that the the music industry podcast episode. Oh yeah. Um, cause you guys were sitting there telling me, and like I said, like I wanted to give y'all y'all flowers for sitting there saying like get out more and do different stuff, which I agree with. Not necessarily saying that I'm going to get out more here, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, cause I'm 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 taking a firm stance on. Yeah, like I'm done with a lot of different stuff here. But Atlanta was like the first little thing. Um, me and my girl just getting ready to start traveling and going to different cities. Like I'm, I'm going back to Atlanta in July. Okay. To do some different stuff. Okay. And I'm going to back to Cali in LA uh, in August. If I switch jobs, like I'm planning on doing mm-hmm. I have some more free time and I'm gonna be moving around a lot more but uh for right now like all of my my off weekends that I got I'm trying to be somewhere else just working okay okay but uh nah like <laughs> when I was listening to the episode and what, I know specifically what's the guy what's, what's the guy talk to me <laughs> you were sitting there saying a bunch of different stuff about like I need to be out more in in the area and okay do do different things. I, I think I, I, I think I, as I'm sitting there listening to it, I'm like, I specifically took, I want to say maybe twenty. At that point in time, I was single, so it was twenty, probably like end of 2018, 2019. Okay. My my partner in this whole business shit. He was sitting there telling me like, "Yeah, take a take a minute. You should take some time, take a year or whatever." And all the spots that we haven't necessarily hit in the city or in the area, you should do that. Mm-hmm. So I did. I went to I did some some shows at the the uh, Vo, uh, Voodoo. Okay. I did some shows at the Loft. Uh-huh. Uh Trying to think where else. Anywhere out here that was going on, like if I and, and it, it was funny because like people didn't expect to see me there. So I feel like I gained a bunch of new respect from people out here, which still carries over today. But at the end of the day, like that, it really don't matter. Mm-hmm. So I did all that, and then I stopped doing it when the pandemic happened. Damn, fucked a lot of people up. Yeah, and so coming into this year, and when stuff was still trying to come up, like there's a few people that could ask me, like to do some shows. Mm-hmm. Like a shout out to Al Colion. He just hit me up. And he was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I got a showcase coming up. Mm-hmm. Anytime he asks me to do something, like I'll pop out for it if I if I'm off of work and I I got a chance to do it. Yeah, Al Corleone. Um, there's a few other people that tried to hit me up and ask me for something, so I do that too. Same hustle, new money. They asked me to do something, I'll pop up for them. But one thing that I've learned is early on, I didn't understand why Gibbs was moving like he was moving. And even early on in my own career, like, me and him had, I won't call it an issue, but. <laughs> Dude, don't be re-inciting <laughs> rapping on my pod. No, 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 no. 
Because there is none. That probably but, like a similar uh, flow line, rap line. We, we'll talk about those things off of. See, here we go. <laughs> off of the here we go. Here we go. No, but um, <laughs> you might have a similar flow line. His line may be very similar, but his may be more on the aura of gangster, the gangster aura. Yeah, I get it. And but again, we'll we'll talk about that after right. after this thing. <laughs> but now, um. Uh, in the midst of that's why I, I kind of as I was sitting there listening to you and you guys were arguing about like music business stuff and all that how stuff goes and I'm just sitting here like I don't think I don't think a lot of people understand like my entire story or where I've been mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I've seen and who I've been around and all mm-hmm. this other different stuff and then mm-hmm. I came back so it's kind of like for me I've I started off same level as everybody. Got a chance to basically knock on the door, and then because at that point in time I was young, immature, didn't understand what was going on. I was telling people I want to do this. I want to. I'm trying to reach a million people, such 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 such, and they trying to teach me the business side. And I was fighting them tooth and nail, like, no, nah, that that'll come. Like, let's do this, let's do that. So I ended up falling out with like my PR and some different people at certain points. And that just had to knock me back down. And so when I was sitting there listening, you sitting there telling, like trying to tell me like, okay, yeah, like you should go out and do all of this and do all of that. I've Anything that you can name, I've probably done it already. <laughs> and, and for me to get to this point where I'm at right now, it's kind of like a, a resurgence. Uh, I had to refigure things out. I've had backing. I've had everything that you could sit there and name of. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been to every city. I've been to all these different places. I, I still know people everywhere. Like That's why I'm trying to get back out now after y'all said something. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Like Let me get back out here in Atlanta. Let me get back out here in LA. Let me get back out here to... Miami, let me get back to Texas, let me go to, I finally got my passport, I'm finna go to, whenever they decide to open up the border, Canada. Go back to Canada. Look at you, <laughs> look at you booked and busy and shit. <laughs> so, I'm just trying to move around now, and the one thing that I can say is, like, everybody that's actually doing something, for real, that's what, they, that's what they're doing. And it's, I think I, going back to, um, Real quick, like the the little list that I posted not too long ago. Well, I just I wasn't even really making a list. I was just shouting out some people that I feel like in this area don't necessarily get the shine that they deserve. Listen, okay. In comparison to some other people that, in my mind, I don't necessarily view them as. Yeah, you got local fame, but this list of people right here have either they're either signed and nobody knows about it. They're either um, what you call them people. I sign them, though I know about it. Like, plants, industry plants. That's what you call them. I can't uh, necessarily say everybody <laughs> that's signed and you don't know about it is an industry plant. <laughs> that's funny. We can talk about that too. Yeah, but, uh, you start on that. <laughs> yeah. It's not necessarily a thing of being an industry plant. It's just like a lot of people that y'all sit there and think like don't have situations or uh, okay. 
aren't <laughs> are they they just popped up overnight. That's why I no, told you. I was like, nothing, it's not like there's that. nobody out here that just one hundred percent just popped up by the night overnight. Some people have bigger pushes than others. Some people some people do pop up because okay, yeah, we heard your music, we're gonna rebrand you and jam, mm-hmm. put you out however it is. But the majority of the people that especially listening to y'all talk about different people, um, yeah, like <laughs> there was there was somebody at some point that helped propel them to where they were at. Whether it was financially, whether it was just the fact that, okay, yeah, like, I know how to talk to other people, so I'm going to put you, or I, I got connects, so I'm going to put mm-hmm. you in this situation or whatever. So, um, I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> so so what, what, what offended you? Anything offend you that, that day when you was listening to that? What, what got to you? He looked, he's like, how much time do I got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because I do got to work tomorrow, but that's fine. <laughs> We are hour hour five here, so no. Um, I won't say anything offended me. It was just like I. I mean, I I feel like you could name something, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, like I I either know somebody who's done it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've been to the point where. There was a point in time where I went to New York and I was sitting in Universal's boardroom with the same niggas that signed Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they sitting there listening yeah. to my project and critiquing it. That's why I sit there and I'm so... Not necessarily... What are they talking about when they're critiquing it? It's funny because that's, that's what gave me... I guess like thick skin as far as like people critiquing what I do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they don't care. Like, niggas be out here getting mad at people saying, I don't like your song. That's a nice way to put it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I did, I've sat in the room with people that could possibly change my life and they right. listen to my whole project and be like, okay, I like that one. Okay. That one's trash. This one's cool. You should work on that a little bit more. That one's horrible. Throw that out. They just being 100% blunt with it. And then I'm just sitting there like, yeah, they don't like this. Like, I thought this was dope. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> but it is what it is. And so, um, once I got back to that point, that was the first weekend in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. which is crazy because, like, to me, that's like my first. I, I was nowhere near where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. But we did what we did, and how'd you get in that door? Uh, shout out to. My publicist at the time, Anastasia Wright, um, and just I had a I had a team at that point. Like it, it legitimately was like me as the artist. Like I some of your college friends, or like were they a paid team, or what's up? Um, it was a mix of different people. Like um, like I said, like Anastasia, I met her through my video dude at that point in time. He was shooting some different videos for some different artists that he was. Uh, she was working with and so um, he put me on her she listened to my music liked it and was like okay like this is what it costs per month to be a publicist mm-hmm. she was working at I think at that point in time she was like in the marketing department at Universal was it Universal? either Universal or Interscope and so she had her own independent boutique outside of 
like the major labels and different stuff. And so she was kind of like using the different connections she had from that to help independent artists that she really west messed with get them heard. So right. she was helping get me getting me on bigger platforms like Fuse uh, and MTV and different stuff like that. Beforehand, I was doing everything by myself. So yeah. I was sitting there out here. I was sitting there trying to show other people like you can you can literally get on whatever you're trying to get on just by either sending an email mm-hmm. or going going wherever you need to go as far as shows or just being in person and networking. And so some people it worked for, some people it didn't. Some people got mad at me because they felt like uh, I should just manage them instead of managing my own nice. career. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and even in that aspect, I was sitting there like, I can't do everything for you, but I will give you all of my resources. This is what I do. I individually email every one of these people every time I drop a song. Not, I'm not blasting it out. I'm not sending no mass email. Like I'm personalizing each email to let you know here. This is the song I put out. Hopefully you like it. Um, if you don't, you feel like let me know why. Cool. If you don't want to do that, then it is what it is. I'll send you some more after that unless you tell me to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I was able to like meet a bunch of different bloggers and different people that help to propel, propel my early music to a lot of different a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those different early like college that's people that's like have grown have grown with me today. Like I still got a lot of those different fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's just kind of been like at a certain point after Weekend in Las Vegas, the next project that I did was nineteen eighty three and that's where I talked about like me and my PR falling out. Because I was trying to do like my main focus was trying to reach as many people as I could mm-hmm. instead of focusing on the the people that really support you supported me. Your yeah. target market? Okay. Yeah. And she was trying to teach me like, no, like you can you're gonna reach those other people that's gonna come. Where is she? Focus on now? these people that's actually trying to spend money and do this and do that. And so we bumped heads a lot. And by the time that it got ready for that project to come out, we had kind of parted ways wasn't seeing eye to eye, so I ended up doing everything with that project myself. Mm-hmm. Mind you that, unbeknownst to me at that point in time, um, this was right before I moved to Cali. Daughter was pregnant. Uh, somebody was pregnant or something? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I got a kid all the way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, uh, at that point in time, like there was some old, I had just gone out of, gotten out of a relationship at that point. I was just like, I got to get out of here. Um, so I was planning to move to LA and she later went on to, my PR later went on to tell me that at that point in time, she was talking to some higher up people at Atlantic, um, and some other different places. Uh, if you ever heard of a company called APG, Mm -hmm. they ended up, they called me. I still to this day don't know where they got that number from, mm-hmm. but they called my uh, like my day to day manager at that point. Uh, shout out to Kane, but um, called him. We got on the phone with this dude who is now like a head over at another label, uh, I think Capital now. But they pretty much were sitting there asking like, okay, yeah, like we saw what you did with this last project. What are you working on next? What's going on? 
Now, if you don't know APG, at this exact same around around the same time, APG had just signed Thug, it just signed Kaylani, uh, which is crazy because then when I moved to Cali, I ended up meeting Kaylani. And she was sitting there telling the story about like how she got with ABG because of Nick Cannon and all that different shit that was going on with them. But <laughs> was you the one to move to Cali on stand with a uh, Yelly? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is it Yelly uh, or what was it? Or was it? At that, point time, at that point in time, it's, 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 it's Yusuf, but at that point in time, he was Y.E. Ali, and then people kept saying, yeah, Ali so much that I, I guess he just changed to Yeah, Ali. Yeah. Oh, it was his initials. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to Larry, because uh, anytime Yusuf used to come home, we'd be right in Larry's bedroom. <laughs> Pause. I got a picture with him. Record, record, record I song. <laughs> I didn't like how you started that. I'm just saying, no. Nah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so after all of that, like, people were just waiting to see what happened. And because I didn't have the right machine behind it, the right team behind it, it just uh, slowly dwindled down. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I had to figure out, like, just readjust every single time. So my first readjustment came with, like, another weekend in Las Vegas. Then I had to readjust again with verses. And so now this is like my next readjustment because everything right now isn't even about blogs. Mm-hmm. Everything right now is strictly, I mean, it's just content. You, yeah. you did a show on Chicago Avenue one day. I couldn't make it up. I wanted to make it up. Right? Chicago Avenue. And you see, that was around the time. I think another weekend in Las Vegas. Like, like, oh, like, on uh, <laughs> at, at, at the back, the biker. Uh, yeah, at, uh, yeah. That yeah, that show. Um, that show was actually dope. Mm-hmm. It was who was all on there? It was me, uh, Dink Dallas. This was before I knew D. Burn, I think. Um, Neat Q. There's a bunch of people on there. But yeah, like we we had a pretty decent show. Yeah, yeah I seen uh, clips, video clips, somewhere circulating. We did that, and then uh, in the midst of like after the nineteen eighty three thing, that was when like I was fake signed to Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> they had the uh, straight slamming situation, and that's kind of like where our whole issue started but I mean I feel like he obviously is doing great and I don't really care about it no more so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool yeah so yeah so now this is kind of like a a rebirth of sorts I guess I feel it so I'm, I'm taking my time with it I got a hundred million songs don't take too much time I, I got a hundred million three bars of that hook of what hook the hook he's working on this week you heard me say just the acapella, just the acapella. The real question yeah. is, man, I need to go. No, try. <laughs> the answer is no. Hey, do you think you want that versus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he play the right songs yeah. for you? No, he didn't. Was he, he didn't, like, didn't, man, didn't, you ain't playing didn't. the right song? No, 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 he didn't. I uh, he I asked him like, cause he told me he did the verses. And then I was like, "What songs did you play?" <laughs> <laughs> and then once I listened to it, I'm like, "Why the? F- why did he play this?" 
I got way like he plays songs that's like nowhere near done, hey. and I definitely got some songs that's done. Is <laughs> did the same thing though, man? Because there's a couple players sing songs like, man, he's supposed to play this, he's supposed to play this, but man, I was just, I'm, I'm gonna still say it's just two different styles. Like if we would have did Stick versus. Ooh. Yeah, that was a weird matchup. Yeah, like, I don't think, like... like <laughs> I think we is just... Well, it's really is, what really it is, is comparing know, the... I think my, my DJing on that versus and my what? intro and my intros. <laughs> Listen. Listen. <laughs> Day and night. <laughs> like, my yeah. intros. We like, had yeah, yeah, like, close. Sticking, like, a Rizzle or... Uh, what's his name? Who made party music out there? We kicked the last night, man. Went to the Buzz Box. Yeah. Uh, Cheese Beats was, was spinning. Shout out to Cheese Beats. Yeah. Buzz Box was hitting. Uh, and the Blue Room was hitting yesterday. It was late. Every Thursday, it should be like Ladies Night the Buzz Box. Okay, the Buzz Box. Beats. It's yeah. your buzz on. Mm-hmm. Buzzies. See, that's why you don't need no beat. <laughs> look, yeah, man. Mark, hey, look. Yeah, Mark is like just... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play you some songs, right? Yeah. Cause is no, hey, Marcus no too. I don't know why Marcus was playing. Marcus, Marcus was vibing to the song. He liked that. Downstairs. What? What? Shadow yeah, like? he upstairs. Okay, yeah, yeah, keeping the baby company. Cause she's she back, man. We gonna uh, gotta hear something. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. But for y'all listening, still, Marcus be trying to act like he don't like my 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 song. I don't. I don't want to hear you rap. I don't. They they dope. It's not. I'm trying to say what y'all. it is is you a great videographer. You great in the bank. Like you you you, <laughs> you great at editing this podcast. You're a great father. Like you're a great black man. You are hey. not. You are not. You are not a rapper. I will not. I will not know. No, hell no. no. That's what I'm no. telling you. That's, that's what I'm saying. No. One mixtape. Fam, you forty. I ain't 40. I don't you put that on me. You trying to drop your first project. Uh, hey, hey, I owe us 2 chains when he he uh he became 2 chains. Hey, 2 chains had, had been signed since like 93. Hey, look, man, we ain't talking about Titty Boy. We talking about 2 chains. Hey, he was 32. Yeah, nah, fam. That's, look, 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 look. You got a lane. See. Stay in there. See, see. G. Scott, he got, you know, he, he, he do what he do. But when yeah, that's Ju- not what you do. When he give Judy songs, you gonna take over the streets. Oh my god! And and do what? We, what, what is your content gonna be about? It's gonna uh, be about the hey kicking at the at the buzz box, the, the <laughs> blue room, there. buzz box, blue room voodoo. You don't be in none of them places. Uh, I'm gonna be talking about hey, coaches yeah. and Rallos. There you go. There, there you go. That's what I'm telling. He went to Rallos once. Went to Rallos once, but that was lit when we was in the acts about me. They knew. They knew you. Who was on the ones and twos? Oh, it was. Oh it was. It was Bailey was on the ones and twos. He yeah, gave me the nod. It was like, yo, what's up? He gave me the nod. He was like, yo, <laughs> Jews in the building Fam. with the wolf pack. Fam. Hey, I'm telling you, look, let me tell you something, Marcus. When we go places, man, they know us, man. I, I from, know they know me from, from Broadway to Kennedy, and I ain't even a rapper. And they know me. To Broadway and Gary, to <laughs> yeah, Kennedy, right. and Hammond. It's not far. It's far enough. It's a draft. You ain't gonna walk there. <laughs> you ain't gonna walk there. 
Oh, oh so man. what I'm saying is, Scott, all I need is a hook and a verse. That's it. When I step in the so you hit the song. Yeah, this was basically. Man, about the beat. Sounds some bullshit to me. Hook and the hook and the verse. I'm gonna captivate the streets. Are you gonna do I'm gonna make the streets. A, a captivate. Is that how you say it? Ooh, you ain't know I had them bars. Fam. Anyways, they Fam. gonna listen to it. They gonna be like, "That sound like." Fam. I know that voice. We about to, we about to be, we about to put him on a universal couch. You, you, you at UMG on the couch in New York right now. Go ahead and play that music. Uh, my music? No, And we gone. We ain't playing it because you just ain't wrote it yet. <laughs> nah, but I got I got some tracks, man. But I ain't they ain't ready for the public. They ain't ready for that. Not even a little bit. We ain't we ain't ready for it at all. We ain't Marcus like it though, man. I, I look, don't. I don't. Like if you that. like, if you like cash money taking over for the nine 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 two thousands. That's what. That's. You gonna like Jew. That's how you know it's some bullshit. <laughs> you gonna like Jew. That's Jew might sound like um the beat maker for Casmon. Look, oh Manny Fresh. Manny, Manny Fresh, Fresh Manny got Fresh. some. Hey, Manny Fresh got that, some that's joints. That's a good comparison. That's a good comparison. Look, if you listen to Manny Fresh in the big timers, it was a time to be alive, man. Gator boots with the pimped out Gucci suits. I'm not mad at that. I am. Hey, that's the name of the mixtape. That's a good one. That's you a good one. Hey, look, look, y'all. You ain't never owned a man. <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about? Huh? <laughs> I got some gator boots now. You don't. I wholeheartedly believe he got some gator boots. I know for a fact he don't. This nigga bit in my closet. <laughs> I No, but look. You, so, you like that? That sound though. Like, no, it sound dope. It sound dope. That's, that's, that's why you need me. Not for you. Gucci, See, look, why don't that's you, why you why don't be an A and R? Why don't you? Do I that? be trying, man. Like, like, they think I be playing because I don't only say it. I bought the BG Scouts A and R. They think I be playing. Where did you go? See, they think I be playing while I be saying this stuff. I hope you be playing. I don't be playing. I be dead serious, man. They they just take bits and pieces. Dead. When's anticipated drop? Yeah, I need, I need a date. Pause. A, a date for the project? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't have like some five. Can I get, can I get the song out first? Yeah. I, but we still so, need a window. Okay. Like, so, no, see, we, if you don't give a window, you're going to take three years. You use what you drain. The title for the project yet? The EP is called Bitch Come Hug Me, Please. Oh, Certified Lover like Boy. <laughs> Certified Lover Boy. You got to dress so like... It's going to be that. It's going to be the the, letter, the first letter of every word. Yeah. I feel Because you're not going to put that whole thing on the title. Yeah. Yeah. See, what you got to do is you got to dress like Shawn Michaels on the cover, right? <laughs> See? Heart, heartbreak Kid. <laughs> I'm dead. That's, that's what I got to do. That's what you got to do. No, but no, I like it, though. It got an that shit going to go viral. They're like, who is this nigga dressed like HBK? I mean, it might, it might have. I'm not opposed to doing that. Don't do that. No, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm opposed. You, listen, you, if you watch the No Restrictions video, I had a lot of costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I saw that you put that. You be writing your old uh, video. Do you be thinking about that while you writing the song, or do you afterwards uh, you think about it? It varies. Like sometimes, like if I'm making a song, like I 
conceptualize some different stuff while I'm doing it. Or sometimes, like I, sometimes I don't know if I'm gonna shoot a video for some until I let mm. other people hear it. Okay. Press play. Um, that's your son. Yeah, that was a funny video with Jonesy. <laughs> Jonesy at the end. Jonesy at the end. Uh, oh man. I'm trying to see what I what I could. Oh, you go bless us with a track. Okay, okay. <coughs> Don't let it be an open verse. Oh, well, we have about 12 more Even if it's up. open, it's close to I'm you. A re- I'm a freestyle <laughs> on, on, on the pod. I hope not. Every artist that we have to come through always blesses us. With I the, can't wait till my music dropping. With the, with the freestyle or written verse, they always do that. So. No, they don't. I've listened to this podcast. <laughs> this never happened. He's the, he's the only rapper we didn't add on. So. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I, I man. do one better. If you write a verse, I'll write a verse. Look, man, when I drop my music. So you can see, the, see, the thing is, I used to write for real when I was in block. Like, for like, like from, eighth, from like eighth to like middle of freshman year. Like I, what year I, was that? Uh, oh. Five, oh, 04. So I know it was a lot of a lot of snapback beats. I had a writing black composition book and all that shit. I used to write for real. Like for real for real. I believe. He was, like, he, he was the oh, other nice. member of the franchise boys. <laughs> See the thing is I'd I'd have legit been your favorite rapper had I could <laughs> But when I, I just realized that, that wasn't for me. I'm talented in other areas. When I drop this mixtape, Marcus ain't getting in the building on the release date, man, because he keep dissing me. You ain't gonna be in the building. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, to come out. <laughs> I can put the, the, the one. Mom's a sweater. Mom's a sweater. Mom's a spaghetti. Who was Eminem talking they, about? They, they, they didn't say anything. You didn't know what he was talking about? Yeah. I know you was talking about throwing up, but shit. It's like, come on, bro. That boy wouldn't hit him. So dope. Eight mile was it? Sidetrack, man. There you go. You want to disrespect? There you go. This nigga fought that nigga over a chick he ain't even. That wasn't even your real girlfriend, it nigga. It was in his mind. You can't tell that man he love her. Nigga, you fucked up at your job, nigga. You yeah. don't really know her. Yeah, that's what love started after him. He ain't gonna beat up his own boy because he smashed. That's yeah. some ain't that shit, though. I mean, everybody at this table is is deeply involved, so. What I'm gonna say is hypothetical, but if somebody was smashing a chick that, that you was fucking with, you'd be mad. <laughs> you would be. <laughs> I would be mad for you. I've lived that life in the past. Life. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we all have, but you know, you live and you learn. Yes. Okay. I ain't find no nigga. Bro, exactly. I ain't beat no nigga up at the studio though. God damn, I think I gotta cut me a record next week. <laughs> you like that's the nigga. That should, gotta... be, the, that should be the name <laughs> of the EP. Grow. Pause. You want to hear groove? I don't. Hey, Marcus do be coming up with the. I do. I really the, do. With the tames for I the mixtapes. I probably got it. I probably got it in my Serato. Excuse me. Um, how you got Larry, Larry likes to sing through all the. No, it's, it's look, look, look. Larry don't send me shit. All right, we had a minute and a half. Right. Okay, okay. No, I ain't got this. This is give me Jodeci vibes in me. Yeah, I need, I need this. Hey. Uh, I'm still phones and I still 
It's the one song gonna be on a project. Like, guess who ain't learned shit from there? Hey, because when I heard that, I was like, all right, this about to be cold. Hold on, hold on. I gotta. Me and Joey still trying to find some. I'm like, yeah, it's a couple niggas who ain't learned shit from there, man. Who had this for a minute? From there? Do they even still do there? I don't think so. What in school? Yeah, what is it? I don't even know what it stands yeah, for. Yeah, I, I just seen a cop car with the plate earlier today. Drug abuse, uh, responsible education. Yeah, that's that what shit. it sounds yeah, like. It's just supposed to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like me and Jonesy have been playing around because uh, Jonesy. I'm trying to find somebody to give me a hook for the song. So put your hands up, boy, man. You said who? See, it is no. <laughs> see, see what it is. Yeah, Marcus you just got it. Yeah, the version. Oh, he he found a hook for it. Um, and she cold. I like this. I I, I used to. Play oh, this this supposed to be a video. Marcus. This one oh, for Marcus. Marcus. Yeah, yeah, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I gotta be in the video when you do that. Though. That's fine. Only money talking, make it translate. The kids who ain't learn shit from there. Yeah. Bitch, call me Skizzy in the flash. Skizzy, 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 Skizzy
Oh, you said cold, nigga. What did they find out? You ain't never heard of, you ain't never heard of do that to stick. Don't play the stick, Like you know, around here is kind of dead. But I feel like a lot of people been working around here, and like no, I, I feel like it's it feel different than before. You know what I'm saying? Like when I say like out here is dead, I'm not necessarily saying like the scene of like the music changed. Mm-hmm. Like nah, like everybody out here is pretty much trying to do what they do. But yeah. there are certain people out here that are doing the more. more than yeah. yeah, like because like, I don't got gotcha, you. You got your Dakotas, you got your OG Zay babies, you got your same hustle new money right now. That's yeah. they going crazy. Yeah, uh, shout out to them. Yeah, thirty boys. Like it's like it's like <laughs> all y'all going right now, and I feel like man, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's just a special time for me. It's, I just because I I'm, I like the music. I like the music. So and like I said, like the the list that I posted, like people don't. I feel like people don't give credit to who uh, on that list. I don't even charity, like people don't give credit to charity enough. People don't give credit to. Uh, oh, charity crop. Yeah, yeah, charity. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe because charity do. Um, I think he good. He, he, he's good music. Like I've heard a lot of his music. He's dope. He getting but stuff. he do that. Um, but no, that's what inspirational like, videos yeah, more. People, so people people yeah. associated him with the the videos and all that. Mm-hmm. But again, my list wasn't necessarily about strictly just what people are hearing right now. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't took a whole route where. He's in rooms with people that you wouldn't even imagine him being in based off of those videos. Yeah. But I'm he's pretty sitting sure. Like now, like as he gets in those rooms, he's like, I make music too. Oh, let me hear something. And then he play it and they'd be like, Oh shit, like this is dope. Now he writing for people. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's so many people out here that uh, are doing different things. Shout out to um who else? Um you said who? Meet me. 
Me. You welcome. Groove. Groove. <laughs> you welcome. Okay. Thank All right. You. There's there's a bunch of people. If you go back and you you look at my list, I, I wanted to try to uh, bring it up, but mm-hmm. everybody on there, like I said, was it's not necessarily about like who you feel like is making noise here. Mm-hmm. There are some people that are doing some different stuff outside of the city. Yeah, or a lot of a lot of those people are doing stuff outside of the city that is bringing light to this area. Yeah, like how you mentioned yourself, um, and you mentioned charity, say hustling money, say Dakota, Thirty Boy, the Vibe Guys, Jonesy. Um, it's Who a kid. It's a guys. Um, Roque, um, Cruz, uh, Roque, Cruz, and um, Jonesy. Yeah, so I, th- I think Charity. Uh, and then I and think I, it's I a, it's I, a, can't, a, I can't knock out me and uh me and Jacob. Shout out to Jacob Denzel. Uh, if you follow Charity, then you know that. Yeah. It used to be Archduke. Mm-hmm. Everybody's still cool, but Jacob had to take some time. You in Archduke? I wasn't. No, that was just Charity and. Uh, <laughs> Like you said, a lot of people just don't know. And it's, yeah. it's just like, I, I appreciate y'all having me. And I didn't even get to the full story, but that was a synopsis. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah we, we here. So, you can always you come back. back. You know what I'm saying? Let me know. I'll definitely be back. So, yeah. busy man. Busy man. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to trying to change my schedule so I can uh, move around a little bit more. Like y'all said. On the next show. I got asked to do something on July 2nd, but I got to see if I'm going to be able to do it because it might be on midnight. Oh, cool. so, Why don't you remember the uh, advice? You know, 
No, you next got, time you go to first time. base, you go to second base, you go to third, <laughs> and then you come back home. I remember. Hey. <laughs> you taking notes? <laughs> I mean, no, nah, like for real, like that. That really inspired me because I'm like, you know what? They're right. I need to get back out here and go do what I need to do. And between like my girl, between my immediate friends, and different stuff, and then just once y'all said it, I'm sitting there like, okay, yeah, like let me saying. let me go try to make this work. You mm-hmm. see that puppet, like. He, he taking no, two. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Nah, not for no, me, because no, no, no. I, because the end of the one is I, I actually thought that like the joint trajectory and like the path he was on was solid. But if you like take a pearls of wisdom from the ears and all of that, and and he and you, I mean no, because y'all are the people that actually listen to the music. So it's like it. <laughs> So if I'm sitting there and I'm making, I'm I'm getting ready to put together a project. And I'm listening to y'all sit there and talk about like what y'all want to see from me. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, okay, let me take that into consideration because these people obviously are whether you're how I don't care how much you're invested in it, but you're invested at least enough to give me advice. So I'm taking that into consideration. So I wanted to try to actually sit there and move around, do some different stuff, and meet some different people again and create this resurgence. So. That's for sure. It's hopefully, uh, hopefully this new music and all these new videos. Shout out to Jones. Um, we putting together a bunch of different crazy shit. So that's what's up. Like, <laughs> no, I'm some, some G shit though. Like, I'm legit proud of y'all. Like, mm-hmm. from seeing like where y'all started at from years ago, coming together. Cause I I never forget when he first hit me up. Um, we was doing when we started the school of Jones show, and he didn't know how cool I was with you. I would have, I guess he had been trying to get in the room with you. Not to make him seem like a fanboy and no shit like that, but like he was trying to like work with you because clearly like y'all have started something yeah. that's gonna turn into something big. And, uh, anyway. me, and, me and Jonesy got some different records in the works, but um our biggest thing is like well, one thing I say about Jonesy is Jonesy mm-hmm. is going to get in whatever room he wants to get into. That's mm-hmm. true. And that's one thing I appreciate about him, just having him around and just being a homie and being my friend and he motivates me because I look up one day and I didn't see different stories. He's been told me different stories about how he been down, been up, wherever he been at. But some way or another, he's going to bounce back. And if he puts his mind to being wherever he's trying to be at, he's going to make it happen. And that's been my biggest motivation. Like Between Charity, between Dakota, between Jonesy, a few other different people that I've been locked in with. Everybody in that circle is like, we're not speaking on if, or we're not speaking on this might happen. Just uh, win. This could, no, it's all win. It's like, no, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make this happen some way or another. And for a long time, I was sitting there depressed and sad and trying to figure out like how, how I'm, how I'm going to make this work. Ain't no room for that. Mm-hmm. You can't sit there and say hi. You just got to go get it and go do it. So mm-hmm. that's where we are right now. Um and I appreciate all those people that have motivated me, y'all included. So. That's that's what's up. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Definitely uh, any last words from you all? Uh, you know my my mantra: is stay blessed, stay safe. That's all I got. Yeah. Stay in shape, baby. Stay in shape. It's the summertime. So I'm about to get my body right. June, mm-hmm. might as well fall in line. Here we hey, go. Uh, my alma mater, North Carolina A&T State University. We took we took third in the NCAA championships for track and field. Overall score, we took third place. Um, 
We got hella hella national champions in the hundred meter dash, hundred two hundred meter dash. I took uh, some Sturges. She the national champion. We got the national champion in the four hundred meter dash. Uh, Randolph Randolph Ross. We got the national champions in the four by four hundred meter dash. Okay. Uh, North Carolina A and T, and we got some representatives going to be in the. Um, the motherfucking USA Olympic trials coming up in uh, okay, next week. Okay, the real question is, where is where is G Ho? Where is G Ho? Hey, homecoming, right? Yeah, man. Let me tell you, man. It's, 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 I've been I've been I've been trying to go to North Carolina's homecoming for the past four years, right? So always something happened, man. One time my car broke down, I had to get some coffee. Yeah, shot I got thing. shot one time. <laughs> then it was COVID. That's not funny. But it, listen, it, listen, I feel like you got shot right after you came to my house that time. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Never going back over there. <laughs> it's like, I'm uh, not even over there no more. Man. It's, it's, it's the local but, man, I've been trying to go to G-Ho, right? <laughs> Greatest homecoming over Home, home humming on earth, so they say. I've never been. No I've just heard stories. I'm going to test it out when we go. I'm going to see. I'm going yeah. to see. Man, man, it's <laughs> been, I'm a couple years past due for going myself. It's been about I said for the fast four years, for real. I ain't yeah, gonna go back to Purdue homecoming this shit too. Yeah, I'm going, man. I got a couple of people to see, couple, yeah, couple of racks to break, couple drinks to take. Like man, but yeah. Uh, again, happy Father's Day to all the fathers and, and father figures and shit out there. Shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to the cameraman. Blood coming through and all that shit. Um, so yeah, you know, stay blessed, be loved, love all that stuff. All right, man. We out. Thank you. Yeah, yeah.